Hey everyone, Pastor John here, and this is 1611 Devotionals. Let's uh, take a moment now to pause and be still before the Lord and turn our ears, our hearts, our focus upon the Lord. God, we come to you as sinners in need of your grace. We come to you as children in need of the Father's care. Uh, we come to you as a weak people in need of your strength. Uh, we hope in you, Lord, that as we turn to you, that you will provide us with all that we need. Uh, so speak to us, God. Uh, we are listening. Uh, we pray in your Son's name. Amen. Today's passage is taken from Luke chapter 2, verse 16 to 18. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Here we find that the shepherds of Bethlehem run with haste and find Mary and Joseph and the baby uh, who's lying in a manger. This is kind of basic to the Christian faith and at the same time it's easy to miss that uh, Christianity isn't just an idea or some religious experience. Uh, Christianity is all about this baby. It's, it's in a sense very simple. It's about this child born in the manger and we do have to kind of get out of our minds the um, symbolic paintings we see where there's light emanating from the baby's face uh, or sometimes even the halo above the, the baby it's simply a little baby who doesn't really have any distinguishable marks from any other child born into this world yet uh, the angels proclaim that this is God, this is the Messiah uh, took on flesh. And then the question then is why? Why would the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, uh, the, uh, the creator of the world, why would he come into the world born as one of us? Why did he come to us in our form of weakness? And here's a quote from the late writer Francis Schaeffer that I think very helpfully explains that. He said, quote, He came this way because he came to meet the central need of men. He did not come to overthrow the Romans, though a lot of the Jews would have loved that. If he had, he would have come riding on a great conquering steed. The central reason he came was not to raise the living standards of the world, Surely if modern men were going to vote on the way he would like a messiah to appear, he would want him loaded down with money bags from heaven. He did not come primarily to teach and relieve ignorance. Perhaps then he would have come laden with books. An angel had revealed to Joseph the primary task for which he came. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. God has given us uh, this baby, this child, to solve the greatest problem of humanity, and that is our sins. 
our sinful nature that has left us with a life of misery and an eternal death sentence. He has come in this form of weakness to show us that He's come to save us from our weaknesses and also to take us home to where He is coming from, to the household of God, to the kingdom of God. Think about the shepherds who have witnessed uh, the angels and, and the prophecy of this child being given to us, being fulfilled. How that would have transformed their lives. Uh, no longer would they see their own selves as the center of their universe. Uh, no longer will they see their vocation as the primary means and ends of life, but they would see this baby now as the center of their world, as the center of their objective reality. Now they go from living a mundane, repetitive way of life to worshiping this child who has come to their rescue to save them from their sins. And that would also transform what they do. Now they will go forward and do what they do, trusting in this Savior, believing in His Gospel, and therefore living and working and shepherding with a newfound joy and peace in God. Not to prove themselves, not to ultimately be their own providers, but to glorify God and to testify to what they saw on Christmas Day. Let's consider what that would look like in our own lives as we use our lives as a means of testifying to God's goodness. And if that were the case, then it will free us in a strange way to be okay to be the sinner that we are because God receives us and invites us just as we are and he cleanses us he heals us he forgives us and renews us and this mercy he says he grants us every single day so even now let's turn to the Lord and let's let's feed on the mercy that we have witnessed, we have seen, entering into history. The mercy of God that's come to us through this child that was born in Bethlehem. Our Heavenly Father, we are still uh, just as weak and frail on the inside as this, as this newborn child. And God, we in that find our comfort we find the comfort of knowing that our God has come to sympathize with us and empathize with us. A God who has suffered uh, all that we are suffering. A God who has been tempted in the same way, yet without sin. So Lord, we turn to you now and to your Son for that mercy and that grace that we need so desperately today. Uh, not just so that we would be forgiven and know that you have cleansed us of our sins, but also that you will empower us by your strength to live in a way that glorifies you. Help us to do that today, Lord, by living in obedience to you, by resisting sin and temptation, and by quickly repenting of our sins, confessing our sins when we do fail, 
And day by day, God, help us to grow accustomed to tasting the mercies of God and falling more deeply in love with the Savior who has come to deliver this mercy to us. And we pray all of these things in His name. Amen. <laughs>